Um, I'm going to get into the Word here, and, um, and today's message is um, it's one that maybe you haven't heard in a long time or you haven't experienced in a long time. You know, one of the things that Paul said, he said, I don't just preach them. I'm paraphrasing, you know. He said, I don't just preach words, said, but it comes with demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power, right? In other words, our gospel is, means nothing unless there's power backing it up. You know, what's the difference about the Bible and the Quran, Quran or any other book, you know, that, that has wisdom or something like that? The, the difference is when you read out of this book, power comes out. There's no other book in the world where you read and the power of God flows through it. It's only this book. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit, you know. And so as believers, the devil really doesn't care what you believe. If you're... I love how Mark Hankin says it. He said, if your belief system isn't connecting, connected to your speaker system, it's pointless. It's powerless. There's no point to it. You can call yourself a spirit-filled Christian, and if your speaker is not connected to that, then it's pointless, you know? And we've been saying it. I said it last week. I said, when you have a revelation, that revelation must pierce through the way you think, through the way that you uh, see things, Right? How your perspective from a heavenly perspective, and it should also pierce through your uh, language, through your um, through the the way that you speak, and you should be able to speak differently because of that revelation. Otherwise, it's pointless. That the enemy doesn't care that you think differently now, or that oh, you believe and you're a believer, if it's not connected to your speaker. As long as you're quiet, you're no threat. Devil will even give you a high five. Oh, that's so great. I'm glad you feel better. Just stay quiet. You stay quiet, you're no threat. You're no threat to the kingdom of darkness. They adopted uh, my spiritual father, uh, Moto, you know, when I was a, a teenager. And uh, Wayne Meyer said, you know, uh, one of his goals in life is to have a, uh, his picture in hell. His picture in hell saying, warning, dangerous, stay clear from it, you know, and, you know, as believers, many times we, we just keep the revelation and we keep the belief and we just keep it all in, but there's no power coming out because we stay quiet, especially in the most important times when we need to open up our mouth. You can be in school, you can be in college and you can be a Christian, a believer, right? And in your heart, you, you know who you are. You know what you believe and all that stuff. But when it comes down to it, you stay quiet. It's pointless. It's pointless. So we need to connect our speaker to our believer. King David said, I believe, therefore I spoke. I believe, therefore I speak. Speaking must be a consequence, a fruit, a result of our belief system changed. Okay? And so, many, many, many believers need to make that connection. Um, you know, when I, uh, one of the, fr the thing we're going to talk about today is uh, the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in tongues. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be the weird Sunday. <laughs> but you know, there is something incredibly powerful about speaking in tongues that you do not know. You, you don't have the slightest clue, you know. You know, Paul said, I am thankful that I speak in tongues more than any of you. 
It's like, why is he so happy? I mean, crazy miracles were happening through his ministry, and, and, and amazing things were happening. You know, and he says, I am grateful. I'm thankful. I speak in tongues more than all of you, all the time. I'm speaking in tongues all the time, right? And, like, many don't understand the power of of what that does in our lives, you know, but it, I, I want to tell you, it's the key to the greatest breakthroughs you'll ever experience. And I experienced that, you know, I've experienced it many times, but, um, but recently, you know, with this whole new situation that happened, uh, with the accident and all that stuff, I, um, I experienced the, the power of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues has brought me some of my greatest breakthroughs. And I'll, I'll share some of that with you today. But, um, but, you know, I, I want you to understand that speaking in tongues isn't like, all right, God wasn't like, all right, let's just give him a language and make him sound weird. Like, that was not the purpose of it. See, the Bible says that we, our walk is a walk by faith. But we walk more by the sensual than by faith, you know, and the sensual is our five senses. We walk more by what we see, hear, touch, can feel, can, whatever we can measure it's how we walk the most. Like, you, we measure everything in the physical, and then we make a decision. But the Bible calls us to actually walk by faith in the Son of God. And a walk by faith is when you rely more on what you can't see than what you can see. And how do we rely on something we cannot see? Well, it's because we read it in the Word of God, because we believe it, right? And therefore, we walk by faith, not by sight. I'm not telling you to walk with your eyes closed, you know. What I'm saying is, you know, we need to um, walk by faith and start doing the things that require faith to be accomplished. And speaking in tongues requires faith. You know why? Because you don't understand it. You start speaking in tongues, you have no idea what you're saying. Therefore, you must believe that you truly are speaking the will of God, what it tells us in the Word. Because the intellect wants to take over and the intellect wants to say, no, 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 you know, that's nonsense. You know, pray what you know. Pray, you know, ask for these specific things. So God is giving us the most powerful weapon, which is speaking in tongues, but it only works by faith. Because you must believe that something you don't understand is actually happening. And you don't get to see an immediate result. Maybe, maybe sometimes you do. But sometimes it's going to be the next day. Sometimes it's going to be the next week. And sometimes, you know, it's going to be years down, down the road in your life. Sometimes you don't know what you're praying. And later on, people will come and, and give you a testimony. And you'll like, you know, you'll understand that you were praying in tongues for them. And so I want to I get into uh, some scriptures here and, um, you know, start breaking this down. But... Uh, don't check out. Speaking in tongues is weird, but if I told you, like, you know, it's your bazooka, your spiritual bazooka, would you, I mean, would you take it, or would you be like, nah, I'll stay with my knife? <laughs> I'm getting that rocket launcher. Okay. Um one of the first things that I started doing uh, when, uh, when I hit the ground out in the desert, you know, in the accident, I called out the name of Jesus, and then, you know, I prayed. I spoke to my leg. I spoke to my bones. Um, man, they could probably hear me miles around, you know. It was loud. And I just started speaking in tongues nonstop. 
for over an hour probably, you know, until paramedics and people got there, you know. Then I started speaking to them all kinds of funny things. <laughs> That's another story. Um, but I was just praying in tongues the whole time, the whole time. And, um, and I believe that did a lot, you know. The doctors don't, you know, they say it's kind of crazy how you, it's like a bomb went off on your knee. And most of this ends in amputation, but somehow your nerve and your uh, cardiovascular, you know, everything was untouched, even though all the other ligaments were blown. And so I believe, you know, it, it was the speaking in tongues. It was, it was the prayer. It was the, the action. And remember, I, I've said this many times. It's like reaction is key. Reaction is key, you know. It's like what you do immediately when something happens, how you respond to that is key to the rest of the story, to the rest of it all, you know. And immediately, you know, I, I, I told you guys, like, I experienced, like, the enemy coming and attacking me, like, in my mind with so much horrific ideas and thoughts. But, um, but it was only a few seconds, and I was like, changed my image, changed my reaction, and started speaking and praying in tongues, you know, I'm like, hey, this is what we preach, I better do it, because it works, you know, and it works, you know, and so, uh, recently, I, um, it was probably, it's probably back in June, beginning of June, uh, the Holy Spirit reminded me again, like, I was, I was, a lot in my word, I was reading all day long, but he reminded me, he's like, you need to spend more time praying in the Spirit, and your heavenly language, and so I did. I, I was convicted, and I'm like, yes, of course, you know, because, um, well, we'll get there in, in a minute. But needless to say, you know, I spent a few hours uh, praying in the Spirit nonstop. I was home by myself. Um, I think the, the kids had gone out for gymnastics or something like that, and I, just, I was just praying in tongues, you know, by myself in, in, in the house. And it was probably the next day or two days later that I had a big breakthrough with the way I was walking. Like, my muscles woke up, you know, I, I started taking pressure off the walker, and I was like, oh my gosh, I just had a huge breakthrough in my health. And I want to propose to you that there are things that you've been believing for, uh, for health, and I'll say for finances, for anything else, but, but for health, right now, this is the one I experienced, uh, there's things that you've been believing for for your own health that you haven't seen a breakthrough yet and your breakthrough is going to be in your speaking in tongues for long periods of time. And I'm going to show you why. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. Um, go with me to Jude one twenty. Okay. And um, Jude chapter 1 verse 20. And we're going to jump around through uh, a few scriptures. And uh, I'm going to read you a different version than, uh, than what is up here. Can can you change to the Passion Translation? I just want to see what that one says. But, uh, but the original translation says, but you, dear friends, must build each other, must, must build yourselves in your most holy faith. Okay? Let's see, what does the Passion Translation say? Uh, verse 20. But you, my delightfully loved friends, constantly and progressively, check this out, build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith. Say with me, most holy faith. How? <laughs> by praying in what? In the spirit. That's by praying in tongues, by speaking in tongues. How do you build your, yourself up in your most holy faith? You know, in that uh, right there, most holy faith, it's like, it's like the idea of this. 
you're enriching your faith, okay, when you pray in tongues. Your faith is enriched. And, um, you know, I always thought, you know, in, um, Jesus said, you know, if you had faith like a mustard seed, right, pretty small, like you could move mountains. That's pretty small faith. And I'm sure many of you have thought, well, I don't know if that's true. I, I feel like I have like a mustard seed kind of faith and I couldn't move myself out of bed, you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know, like you have faith like a mustard seed and you're like, and, I, and so that I always knew it wasn't about the size of the faith because we've all been given the measure of faith. So what's the difference then, God? If we've all been given the measure of faith, the faith of Jesus, you know, and I always thought, well, it must have to do with the purity of the faith. And I even talked series years ago about how it's, it's about the purity of your faith. It's like, you know, you believe him at his word, period. Is that it? You know, but when I understood and I connected Jude 20, 120 with this, I understood it was about enriching your faith. And, uh, and you'll understand it better this way. Um, to make a nuclear bomb, <laughs> you need uranium, correct? Yep. Uranium 235, two, 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 okay. You need uranium, right? But uranium, uh, you don't just get it and then you make a nuclear bomb. It needs to be enriched. Right, and if uranium is enriched to three percent, it it has enough power to um, to power a submarine for twenty five years. Like three percent, you know, is great for electricity. Amazing. In order for it to become nuclear, uranium needs to be enriched to ninety six percent, and then you have a nuclear bomb. And that's what our faith is like. It's the process of enriching our faith and building ourselves, enriching ourselves, our faith, right? As we speak in tongues, you know, your faith is enriched. And you go from being a believer that can turn the lights on to being a believer that can change what the whole scenery looks like, what the whole surrounding looks like. It's all the same amount of faith. But see, we must enter into this action of faith of saying, all right, this weird language that I don't understand, I believe it because he said it, and it's enriching my faith. That's why so many people uh, receive breakthrough in their health when they get filled by the Holy Spirit or when they start speaking in tongues. Because wherever your faith is weak or wherever you feel like you lack faith, you know, faith is faith. And your speaking in tongues will enrich your faith, will build you up in that most enriched, most holy faith, okay? To the point where you see breakthroughs that you haven't seen before. This is so exciting. I almost feel like we could get canceled any moment online because this we're getting dangerous. We, we're, get, we're, we're going nuclear. But it's so weird, Pastor Ben. Like, what is that? It's faith. <laughs> you know, how arrogant it be from us to think that we must understand absolutely everything before we do it. Don't you think? 
Like, if you think I, I need to, I, I got to understand it. Otherwise, I can't do it. It's like, what do you, like, do you understand, like, this is God Almighty, creator of the universe, who knows every detail of the smallest little microscopical thing and how it works till the biggest things and the biggest stars in the universe that you'll never even see. And sometimes we act like that and we think like, well, if I don't understand it, then it's probably not true. It's in here. Just do it. <laughs> it's for your own good. <laughs> but it requires faith. And sometimes it requires laying down your pride because you sound funny. <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> Holy Spirit is amazing. He's so amazing, so powerful. You know, he changes everything. That's why I'm like, you know, I'm going to say this for all single people. Is, you know, the Bible tells us to not be unequally yoked, okay? You know, in other words, don't marry an unbeliever because things will only be a little harder or a lot harder, okay? But I, I, I say don't marry someone who's not spirit-filled if you're spirit-filled because that's also unequally yoked. You know, you know how you know how much breakthrough we've seen in our marriage and our family when things get hard, we pray in tongues. Now imagine one of you is mocking the other one going like, here you go again with your silly little language as if it does anything. Like that would be really hard. It would be like, oh man, like it makes you waver in your own faith when it should be the place of most agreement in your marriage. You with me? If you're all very married, that, that's it, you know. You don't go find another spouse because they speak in <laughs> tongues, you know. <laughs> Pray in tongues for your spouse. <laughs> Um, so I want to enrich my faith. I want to go nuclear. You know? Um, let's go to uh, Mark eleven twenty three. I just want to show you something here. Mark eleven twenty three. Maybe many of you know this um, scripture by heart, but. Again, something out of this? Anybody getting stirred? Yeah. I know some of you are like, oh, I want to speak in tongues. And don't worry. We'll get there. Mark eleven twenty three 23 says, um, I tell you the truth. Well, first, 20, 20 seconds says, Jesus said to his disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. It's like, Jesus, those are some serious allegations. Like, really, we can move mountains, right? And it says, but you must really believe um, it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Jesus kind of like blew the limits, right? He's like, there's no limits. Like, you could tell that mountain move, and it'll be moved. Because I believe his faith was nuclear. Jesus' faith, w faith was nuclear. And then he said, what did he say? You know, he said, hey, go and wait for the promise of the Father, the gift of the Father, which is the Holy Spirit. Because when he comes, you'll receive power from on high. Right? And many people have never received that power from on high. 
So you look like everybody else. You just go to a different building on Sundays. What's the difference? There must be power in our lives. The gospel must not just be words preached, but it must be demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Let's go to uh, Romans chapter 8. Okay. And verse 26. I want to show you something amazing here. Romans 8, 26. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. In our weakness. Say with me, weakness. weakness. You know that word weakness is also translated as infirmity, sickness, physical ailments. Um, and it also describes impossible situations. Not like a little problem, but it actually describes like a, a big problem. An impossible problem. So it says the Holy Spirit, say who? The Holy Spirit, okay? He helps us in our weaknesses or infirmities or in impossible situations. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for. So have you ever been at a loss for words? You're praying, you don't know how else to pray, what to pray for, and you're just like, I guess I'll just repeat the same thing again. Well, the Bible tells us to pray with the understanding, but also to pray in tongues. So you pray with your understanding, and then you don't stop praying. You keep praying, but you pray in tongues. You pray in the Spirit. And sometimes your prayer in the understanding, it looks more like, God, I really don't know what to pray for. So here we go. I need to pray for this person. And I don't even know where to start. And you start praying in tongues. You see what I'm saying? And so it says, but the Holy Spirit prays for us or intercedes for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. That's where the funny sound comes from. It's like it cannot be expressed in words. It's, it's just a weird language. It's, it's an unknown tongue, something you don't know. You know, Nick has showed many times uh, the, um, the diagrams of what a brain looks like when you're praying in tongues and when you're speaking in your, in your normal language, you know. And it's pretty interesting to see, you know, when, when, uh, when you're speaking your language, all the uh, sensors in the brain connected to the speech, uh, is, they're light up, you know. They're, they're light. But when you're, when you're praying in tongues... They're not light, light up. They're, they're, they're completely off. They're calm. Like this, the speech, what is it? The speech, the speech center, right? It's, it's turned off even though you're speaking because you're speaking in tongues. It's your spirit that is interceding with the spirit of God. And so it says the Holy Spirit intercedes for us in groanings or sounds that cannot be expressed in words. Okay? And now this word intercedes for us. I, wanted, I want you to pay attention to this. The word right there that the Holy Spirit intercedes or prays for us, it, it means that he jumps in the pit of the impossible situation with you. Yes. He jumps in the pit with you to make a way out. That is intercession. That is how he prays. He gets in there with you to make a way out of where you are. Isn't he amazing? And yet, many people, just like, eh, too weird for me. Too weird for me. All right. Keep walking around with your knife. But, you know, I'm telling you, <laughs> times are getting difficult. You bring a knife to a gunfight, that's 
everybody knows that doesn't end well for the person with the knife. It says, verse 27, And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Man, I don't know if this happened to you, but sometimes I don't know what the perfect will of God is, and I want to pray that. I want to be in agreement with what he said, because there's power in agreement, right? When you pray in tongues, you pray in the Spirit, you're yielding yourself, right? In humility, you're saying, I don't know what I'm saying, but I know that when I pray in tongues, you're praying for me, the perfect will of God. And I'm choosing to believe and spend this time praying in tongues, something I don't understand, but it's a sign. See, prayer alone is a sign of humility. Praying in tongues is next level. Because it's like you're yielding your body, your tongue, your words, and these words you don't understand. But you're saying, I trust you so much, and I know that your word is true, that I'm just going to pray in the Spirit. Let's go to, um, let me see, 2 Corinthians. Chapter 4 and uh, verse 13. Well, this is, this is why I told you, you know, David believed, therefore he spoke. We're just going to go to Acts chapter 2 because I don't want to run out of time. Ooh, let's go to Acts chapter 2. <laughs> Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 says, On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. They were believers, but they weren't nuclear yet. It says, Suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit, and check this out, and began speaking in other languages as the Spirit gave them this ability. You know, the Bible tells us we need to want the gift. It's such a powerful thing. It won't just be like, it says you need to ask for it, you need to want it, you need to value it. And so this is so interesting because it says that literally like tongues of fire appeared on top of all of them. That's what we call speaking in tongues. And then the interesting thing is that at this time, uh, right there, the, all, the, all the Jews from different nations that spoke different languages had come, okay, for the day of Pentecost. And... Um, for the, for the feast, you know. And so, as these guys get filled with the Holy Spirit, they start speaking in tongues. They start, empiezan a hablar en otras lenguas y no saben lo que está diciendo. Entonces, salen y empiezan a predicar y de repente por allá atrás, otra persona dice, hey, ¿cómo es que hablas español? <laughs> Some of you don't know what just happened. So, so you started speaking in other tongues that they didn't know. But when they came out to preach, you know, the people that were there from, that lived in different countries heard them speaking in, the, in their own language and said, wait, how are you guys speaking in our language? 
you know, how's all of you speaking in all these different languages? And they didn't know they were speaking other languages. You know, uh, some people, when they, when they speak in tongues, it sounds like Chinese. And some, when they speak in tongues, it sounds like, uh, like a Middle Eastern uh, language. Some sound like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, diff Hebrew. Uh, so many different dialects that you hear. And, yeah, yeah I don't know, Spanish, right? <laughs> huh? You want that one. But the thing is, it, it, it's nothing that you understand. And you're building yourself up, and you're enriching your faith. You're going from zero to 3%, you know. I want to get to 96%. And I'm going to tell you something. You don't get to 96% unless you're praying for at least an hour nonstop. Amen. I'm talking about long periods of time. I'm talking this is priority. And you start seeing breakthroughs. Start praying for those prodigal sons and daughters and tongues for extended periods of time. And boom. You start praying for finances and things that you haven't seen, you know, for long periods of time. Uh, the biggest breakthroughs we've seen in our life have always come after long extended periods of praying in tongues. Kenneth Hagin used to have these powerful, miraculous meetings. I'm telling you, crazy, crazy, crazy miracles. And the man spoke in tongues like for hours and hours before the meeting. And here's the problem. A lot of people have taken it as a, as a recipe for success and like, okay, this is, you must do this. I have to do it. If I haven't prayed in tongues, then I can't pray for the sick. And that's not true because then you fall into works and performance. That's not it. But when you understand the power behind it, when you understand what it's causing, what it's doing, that it's enriching your faith, right? It's starting to fill up all the gaps of the places where you feel weak. The places where you need breakthrough starts filling all those places up. And then what happens? You experience breakthroughs. I know you guys cannot wait to go home and pray in tongues for like six hours. <laughs> I want to hear testimonies of this. I want to ask the worship team, worship team, come up here, please. And, um, and um, let me tell you something. That youth camp meeting is not going to start till I dismiss you, Okay. <laughs> In um, Acts chapter 19, verse 6, if you can put it up on the screen, please. Acts 19, 6. It says that the apostles laid hands on people, and that's how the, they received the Holy Spirit. And so some of you have received the Holy Spirit. Maybe you don't speak in tongues yet. Maybe it's a fear thing. Let me tell you, when I first started speaking in tongues, I was 13. No, I was 15 years old. And I was like, this makes no sense. I don't understand it. But then, come on, come on. Um, no, no, I just, just need the musicians. And so, and so I, you know, I started praying in tongues and when I started praying in tongues, all I could say was like, la, 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 la. And, and they, and, and my, my spiritual father told me, he said, just stick with that. More will come, more will come, more will come, you know? And I have a full vocabulary now, full vocabulary. And I guarantee your language will also grow, you know, and will also uh, expand. But we need to practice and we need to do it. You know, we're, we're called to practice our faith, not let it be dormant just inside of us. 
And so uh, this is what we're going to do. We have um, about seven minutes. And so we're going to activate. We're going to activate. So here's what I ask. I'm going to ask if you are a person who speaks in tongues, stand up real quick, please. You speak in tongues, stand up. Okay, great. And I'm going to ask you guys to come up here to the front, and we're going to make a, a, a fire tunnel. If you know what a fire tunnel is, you know what to do. Come up here, and we're going to make two, two lines, and we're going to leave a space in the middle, okay? And, um, okay, watch, watch your steps. So we need people. There you go, just like that, like Nick and Bob, right? Okay? And then everybody else who doesn't speak in tongues, or maybe you feel like you're not very fluent in speaking in tongues. Okay, great, yeah. Make it tight. Make it... Um, if, if you don't speak in tongues, then you're going to go through the fire tunnel. And the way you're going to go is you're going you're gonna to walk slow through there, okay? And, and this is what the word says. Okay, you guys are starting to chat. This is not... You're like, oh, this is so awesome. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Everyone's going to... Silence, silence, silence. Okay? So here's what it says. When Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in other tongues and prophesied, okay? When Paul laid his hands on them, they prophesied. So how does the infilling of the Holy Spirit comes? By, by laying hands, okay? And so, so if you want the Holy Spirit and you want to speak in tongues, you're just going to come through that tunnel, and people are going to gently lay their hands, you know, maybe a little on your head or on your shoulder, no, no worries there. And just walk slowly. And if you feel like something, you know, something's happening or like you feel fire or you feel like you're about to fall down or whatever it is, maybe you're just going to start speaking. You know, you're going to feel like it's bubbling up, you know. And so just all you have to do is you have to yield and open your mouth and just let it, let it come out. And what we're all going to be doing, because if you're here, you speak in tongues. So let's start praying in tongues right now, praying in the Spirit. And the Bible says that when we pray in tongues, we're praying mysteries. We're praying the perfect will of God, and we're praying mysteries. So everybody else, you know, as we sing this song, just real quick, uh, you, you, you can just pray about what you want to do, and then, and then just make your way from that end over here onto that side, okay? And just expect that exact thing to happen. When you come through here, Holy Spirit is going to fill you up, and you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit to speak in tongues. If you don't want it, you don't have to. It's okay. We're going to have a blast, and we're going to get real drunk right here right now. Because, you know, the Bible says, no, I'm, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is better than wine. So if you at all like wine, or you've had wine, and you're like, yeah, you know, sometimes I, let me tell you, the Holy Spirit is a lot better than wine, you know. So, uh, just everybody just stand where you're at we're just gonna sing this for a moment and just you know this is what happened on the day of Pentecost it said fire and wind come and do it again fire and wind come and do it again okay and you get to be filled with the Holy Spirit today because we don't want anybody in this church to not have the opportunity to go nuclear we need to go nuclear so everybody here come on let's raise our voice loud start speaking in tongues Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you for power. We thank you that you enrich us and build us up in our most holy faith right now.
that you give us this secret weapon that the enemy doesn't even understand it. So we thank you right now that as we as we come through here, Holy Spirit, you fill us up right now. So if you want, you can start walking through the tunnel. Just go, you know, start walking through here. You guys coming on that side. And just go slow and have that expectation as you come through. Holy Spirit fills you up. Take your time. You can stop wherever you want. You guys might want to get a little closer, okay, to each other. We thank you for breakthrough, God. We thank you for healing. Thank you for healing bodies right now, chronic diseases in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for breakthrough, financial breakthrough. We thank you for prodigals coming home. Come on, church, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Holy Spirit, we want you. We need you. We need you. We need you.
then the gospel has, is no good news more than just a fake announcement, you know? If there's no power with the preaching of the gospel, if there's no power through our lives, then it's all just like words. And the power comes, you know, through the Holy Spirit. That's where the power comes. So if you're struggling with something, if you're stuck somewhere, what do you do? You start spraying in tongues. And, and maybe you say, hey, I tried it. It didn't work. Let me tell you something. You keep doing that. Right, there's, Nick has powerful testimony of that. Many people have powerful testimonies. They're like, I want it, and then nothing's coming out. Keep seeking it. Keep coming for prayer. Keep, 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 you know, it's like, if it's just like, like, it doesn't matter what it is. It's the Holy Spirit. It grows, I promise you. And it'll be the most powerful thing. And here's what I'm going to ask of all of you, is this week, when breakthrough happens, when you see testimony, when, when, when you have a testimony, you have to share it with us. We have to know. See, just like I had that one, you know, I, I noticed my leg was like, oh my gosh, it's like my muscle just like came back to life. And I'm like, yes. I spent like over an hour, hours, you know, praying in the spirit that day. And I'm like, I believe my healing is, is sped up because of praying in tongues. It's not that I earned it. It's not that I'm working hard to earn it. No. It's that I'm yielding to the Holy Spirit because he prays powerful things over me. He knows exactly what he needs to pray for. And it's also the sign of humility saying, God, I don't understand it, but I believe it's your power. Amen. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, microphone right there. Especially because I'm early today. Is it on? Yes. Sorry, I just had... I just want to give a quick testimony about the power of the Holy Spirit. A lot of people know my wife, Sarah. She's a really, oh, she's a really strong preacher, and, but uh, she recently went through some mental problems and had um, kind of a mental breakdown. It's been, what, four or five months ago? Mm -hmm. Anyway, she came home one night from the, we picked her up, and, uh, sorry, but, and, and she was just, she was restless. She literally could sit could sit for about two minutes trying to sleep and then she had to get up and go somewhere else just was like restless Sorry. anyways i just started speaking the holy spirit speaking in tongues and immediately she had rest immediately yeah i just started speaking the holy spirit over immediately and every time it would come back i'd speak the holy spirit over and speak in tongues and she would rest, and she would rest, and healing. So. Amen. Good. Let's go ahead and stand. Heavenly Father, thank you that we can enrich our faith with the speaking in this language that you've given us, Father. In enriching us to have that nuclear faith, to conquer any things, to access all the things that you've promised, Father. To walk in full authority in our identity and to command our situations to be as you promise. So we thank you that as we leave here today, Father, you continue to shine your face down upon us, and you give us peace, and you give us rest with the strength that we activate by enriching our faith through speaking in tongues. Father, we thank you in advance for all the stories and breakthroughs we're going to hear about this week, all the things that are going to happen as people leave. Father, we thank you and we praise you in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Go out and activate your nuclear faith.